0: Welcome to Real Financial Planning, broadcast on WKXL, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Matt Robison, joined as always by Mike Morton, the owner, proprietor, and operator of Morton Financial Advice, and the host of Financial Planning for Entrepreneurs, an outstanding podcast that we've been teasing will be renamed at some point. We just don't know when, but Mike has the answers to all of your other questions. Mike, welcome back.
1: Thanks, Matt. Always great to be here with you.
0: Always a pleasure to have you, and we've been talking in recent weeks about the fact that this is badly named for a reason. This isn't really a financial planning show. I mean, it is. You're a financial planner. It is a financial planning show, but it's also really about kind of managing that interaction between how you spend your time, where you put your focus, how you want to devote your energies, and also your financial life. And today, you wanted to talk about something that maybe leans more toward those other set of issues, a little bit less into. I don't know, maybe you can explain to me how this connects to finance. What do you want to talk about today?
1: Yeah, that's right. Some of these things don't have a direct correlation to finance, but what they do have in the realm of planning is how you want to enjoy your life. And that's really important. And so a lot of that's around money and gaining that autonomy, financial independence, moving towards being able to provide for your kids' education or other things that involve money. But it also involves your energy, your time being that one limited resource, which we're trying to trade off money and time. It, when you start thinking about it, it's like, oh, yeah, that's actually what I'm doing is I'm building up money and saving for future spending so that I can enjoy more time. So that's important to bring... Uh, to the forefront of the conversation, these other resources. So today's topic is really around attention. And the reason I'm finding this is that in the past, you would have time, money and energy. You would think about those resources, where you want to be spending those. And attention wasn't really as big of a deal 10, 20, 30 years ago. But in today's environment, I feel that our attention is constantly being pulled away From what is really important to us. And so I thought it's a good topic to uh, talk about in terms of making sure your attention is focused where you want it to be. So each day, each week, you're getting the most enjoyment out of your time.
0: That's a struggle that I think we all face. And I have a feeling... You're talking about phones. You want to hit people right in the phones. You demon. I can't believe you. You want to take away my phone, don't you? This has
1: been the end of Real Financial Planning Mike Morton. I'm not giving up my phone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's it, Matt. Um, I need your phone. Please hand it across.
0: I, yeah. Nowadays, I would rather leave the house without pants than without right. my phone. Seriously. Do you
1: feel naked without your I phone? feel
0: naked without my phone. No, that's it. That's... I I was reaching for an analogy there, but yeah, I do. I feel it feels so strange, and you and I are of a vintage that we remember (laughs) what it was like. You know, I tell my kids I grew up in Manhattan. I'm not sure everyone will connect to this experience. Maybe what you can do if if you're a little too young to this, go back and watch the original 1978 movie Superman, and you know how Superman used to go into a phone booth to change and make a they make a little joke about that that they eventually moved to phone booths that weren't full booths they were booths that's what they had when i was growing up in new york city my kids don't know what a phone booth is anymore and but what we used to have to do before cell phones is if you wanted to meet your friends for a movie you, there used to be this function where you could call and the phone company, instead of paying for humans to be operators, they eventually figured out that they could use an automated system. And so if you want to make a collect call to someone, what you would get is five seconds to say your name, but five seconds, you can impart a lot of information. You would basically place a collect call from a phone booth, from a half phone booth to your friends, and you would say, the recorded voice would come on and say your name after the beep. And after the beep, you would say, meet me on 64th Street for the movie at 3.30, <laughs> And that's how you would arrange to do things back in those days. And now we've all got cell phones. And I I can't imagine going back i can't i'd seriously rather live in the age of the dinosaurs that's
1: that's the original you you got the original text messaging <laughs> just scream really fast that's for right. five seconds that's right <laughs> the original text <laughs> the original text messaging was you go outside and you scream
0: as loudly as you can jimmy come out to play that's like on saturday Night live my very favorite sketch that they do is Keaton thompson does his version of big poppy and he's now that he's retired, Big Poppy has become, in this sketch, a pitch man for different products. And one of the ones he pitches is like a dating app. And he says, do you want to meet some people? Go outside. There's a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> the website is www.gooutside.com. It's, yeah, that, that actually – that is the original way to meet some people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're way off topic here. But I, I'm joking, and we we did land on the lighter side of phones for a minute there, but you're being serious, and there's plenty of articles about this online. People really do spend their parenting time looking down at the phones. I will admit, I do it <laughs> yeah. too, and it is a major addictive competition source for your attention.
1: Yeah, the stats are that people use their phones 344 times Per day. Oh, gosh. That's once every four minutes. Well, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> so you were picking up your phone. Yeah. So, as you we were talking there, one thing that struck me, an interesting thing to think about. So... For listeners out there, you said, I can't leave the house without my phone because we find ourselves using the phone like all the time. Whenever there's a minute that you're, or a couple of seconds that your attention is not somewhere else, you reach for your phone. So just think to a time like you're standing in line at the grocery store or waiting to get your coffee or you're um, sitting in your car waiting for five minutes for your kid to come after soccer practice, get in the car. Those couple of minutes here or there, if you didn't have your phone, can you just sit there in silence or thinking about something or looking out the window or saying hi to the person that's next to you in line and how does that feel versus hey i'm just bored i will check my phone there's all these little micro moments throughout the day that i feel we need to steal back those gaps and pauses because If you think about all of those, I just feel by the end of the day, you are so much more energized by having these breaks, pauses, gaps in um, time versus constantly pinging your brain with more information and checking things.
0: The other piece of that is we talked in our most recent show about the time management course that I took from the Congressional Management Foundation. They need a new name for themselves. And One of the real insights that has really stuck with me is the power of being very intentional about how you spend your time by batching tasks. At the time, the input that was grabbing your attention that they were focused on was incoming email. I mean, my gosh, how quaint that sounds nowadays. But they were worried about the fact that you'd get a notification. You have a new email. Outlook wants your attention. And you're working on something. So what do you do? You drop what you're working on and you go and you end up splitting your attention and your focus and your multitasking. And now instead of one job at a time, every job a success, you're doing three jobs at a time. Each one of them is half-assed.
1: Right, yeah, and and not even that because you're talking about the work environment. So you're concentrating on one task, but your email's open and it's pinging you or whatever. And I'm just saying even outside of that work context, do you really save yourself time? Like in the five minutes you're waiting and you check your email to read something, Did that really save you time? You're probably gonna have to go back and answer it on your computer anyway, or the next day, or it brings up a work task you've got to jot down. Wouldn't it be faster and easier to do that, to batch all that, right? Not check your email randomly in the morning while you're making breakfast, while you're out at lunch in the evening, and just getting little tiny micro doses a couple of minutes. I don't believe saves you any time you think, oh, I answered a couple of things. I don't believe that saved you time, and in fact, I think it hurts you, again, with that energy, bringing back your energy. You're going to be depleted by the end of the day rather than rejuvenated. Let me ask you a question about this because I can hear, like most addicts,
0: <laughs> I, because I, right. I hear this voice in my own head, and I can silently hear the, the voices in the heads of our of our listeners right now saying, oh, I don't have a problem. I can stop whenever I want. It's just recreational usage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just do it to relax. I'm actually saying all those things in my head right now. I really am. It's oh, yeah, it's relaxing. Actually, it's stressful. If you check social media, is it actually relaxing you? I don't think it is. <laughs> yeah. I think, especially if you're checking news, it's like, do you ever do that? You're like, now I feel better. No. But anyway, my question to you is, how do you make that dividing line to know, is this a problem? Is this actually reducing my well being or my family's well being
1: there's a couple of comments there. One is how much can you recall from the last twenty four hours? Breakfast That's a terrible morning. test for me. <laughs> I don't there even you know go. where I am right now. There's your problem, man. No, no. I think it's a good test because we should we all have pretty good working memories or we used to, but by being distracted and your attention being taken away, you forget so many things. So what did you have for breakfast this morning? What did your child say to you the last thing they said before they left? What did your you know, spouse to say to you last evening? Can you recall the whole conversation? And those things really, you should be able to do that with your working memory. I did the same, Matt. I can't remember these things either, you know, but we should be able to. And that's what constantly being more present is going to really be helpful with. And I find that when your attention is focused and you're present, again, you will bring more energy rather than be sort of energy depleted. Just to connect back to the theme that we started with at the top, we call this real financial
0: planning, we just call it real planning, because <laughs> everything that comes through and what you were just saying is this is about planning so that you're doing, you're batching your life, right? You're batching your focus and your attention. What you focus on as a financial planner is trying to focus your resources, trying to manage your resources. And what you said at the top makes total sense. One of your resources, your most precious resource, is your time and your attention, which is the same thing. And this is all about making the most of that limited resource.
1: Here, yeah, this will hit home. I love the way you said that. And so many clients will say, I just want more time to spend with my kids. That's pretty common. I got a lot of people with young kids. I want more time to spend with my kids. And yet, at breakfast or at dinner or after school, when their kids are around, are they actually focused looking right at their kids? How many of you raise your hand, have your phone at breakfast while the kids are actually there in front of you eating breakfast? Yep, that's me, I got my hand up. So it's like we say we want this time and we're saving money so we can get more time, and yet the things are right in front of us right now. And we're not, you know, as focused as we could be on the things that are most important to us. Absolutely. I, I will cop to that. One of the things, and, and maybe we can turn
0: to this about some of the things we can do, because I do feel like we're in danger of nagging people here. But at least we're admitting yeah. that we are part of the problem. Like, we we understand that this afflicts all of us. It's not something to feel guilty about. These devices they're addictive in the same way. We actually have social science research that shows this, that people are, are as addicted to social media and the, and the engagement machine that's driven by our phones as they would be to slots or any other casino game. Or I mean, it, it's designed to do that to you. So it's not something to necessarily feel guilty about. But just to go to your breakfast table example and maybe to turn that into a hit list of what you can do, one thing that I've tried to do is... If I'm going to multitask at breakfast and not give my kids my full attention, I'll actually put that on the table with them and I'll say it and I'll say, you know what, this morning I'm preparing for a show. So I will bring my laptop to the table. I'll put my phone away, but I'll say, hey, kids, we'll do breakfast. I'm here, but I'm working this morning and then some mornings I won't and I'll just put all that stuff away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. And it's, I agree, Matt, we're not trying to nag anybody or, um, it's definitely a problem that the, you know, these devices are designed to have you engage with them, right? That's, they have hundreds and hundreds of engineers just working on how to make it more engaging so that you stay focused on that website, on that device, whatever it is. And also I'll make the larger point. If you are happy with everything, then great. Let's skip to the next podcast episode on, on our next topic. Um, this, but I do find that many people say they want to spend more time in certain areas, and yet they still have their devices around. And so, if you find yourself in that camp, here are some ideas that, are like, hey, yeah, I do want to work on this. I can get better. I do want to be more present at certain times. So. I love what you said, being aware and talking with your kids. I had the same thing on, on a certain topic. It's like bringing it up with the kids and saying, oh, yep, here's what I'm doing right now or here's the situation, explain to them. They can only, kids can only see what they see. They don't know what's going on inside of your head. So I often find like just saying it out loud, here's why the situation's happening or here's what I'm doing right now so that they have that understanding.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I Here's another thing that I've done with my kids in terms of just like putting the issue on the table. We will sometimes talk about habits bad habits, good habits, and trying to kick a habit we don't like. And one of the things that I've done to normalize it, my wife's really good at this too, is we'll explicitly say we all develop these things. So you don't have to feel self-conscious about the fact that you've developed cracking your knuckles, whatever it is. Like, yep, I have habits too. And so we're going to explicitly, so we're not nagging each other. It doesn't feel like nagging. I'm explicitly giving you position. You call me out. You say it. If you see me doing habit X that I'm trying to kick, you you tell me. And I've done that with phones. I have said, hey, if you see me when we're hanging out, if you see me looking down at my phone, just say, hey, dad, you're looking at your phone. And I'll slap <laughs> myself on the forehead, which you should do, what we, given what we know about concussions these days. <laughs> I'll slap myself on the forehead and I'll say, yep, you're right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great, Matt. I love that. So a couple of ideas, I love, you know, saying it out loud. I love your idea around habits, calling it out within the family, getting that accountability. If there are certain things that you want to work on in terms of your habits, especially getting the kids involved. Again, just building those healthy habits around communication. Oh man, that's that's so wonderful. So a couple other things that listeners can think about doing if you want to make some progress on this is turn off your phone at certain times. That's an obvious statement. But just think right now, come up with a time, whether it's oh, at dinner time and for the rest of the evening until the kids are in bed, or if it's when the kids go into the kitchen in the morning until they're off to school, whatever there are certain times, or you can even put hours from <laughs> 6 to 8 p.m. or whatever it is. Is there a time you can just completely put your phone away? Now, if you're going to do this, I also challenge you, you know, put your phone away for that time. And after that time is over, think about how did it feel? How did you feel during you know that time when your phone was completely in a different room? Anxious,
0: I feel very, very anxious, Mike.
1: I, I suspect you won't. Now that might be true if you leave your phone at home and you like go out, right. and <laughs> you might feel naked and anxious. But I suspect if you put it away for half an hour of breakfast or you just put it in the other room, leave it in your bedroom or, or leave it in a different room for that dinner time, that you will actually feel really more energized. I'm um, gonna back you up on this. Because I'm going to suggest an experiment to
0: all of our listeners, and they're all going to say, Matt, you're crazy. They're actually (laughs) – you're going to hate this. you are going to hate this idea. I guarantee it. All right. Here's what you do. At some point, intentionally crash your browser in a way that gets rid of all of your open tabs. And (laughs) at first, you will feel – five seconds, you'll feel, oh, no. Oh, no. I really had been meaning to read all those articles. I totally meant to do that. And then I suspect that most of you will feel this ah, feeling of, you know what? I don't have all that hanging over me. So I think that the same thing is probably going to be true if you take, Mike, your advice on this, like, phone in the other room break thing. At first, it's going to take some getting used to. It's going to be anxiety-provoking but once you get used to it, I'll bet there's going to be an ah feeling, especially if you communicate like with your work about it and you say like, I'm not available from six to eight. I am not available. That's not, it's not possible for everyone. I think you're going to get an ah feeling. Hey, look, I have a suggestion for you before I let you even respond to me responding to you. Let's be responsive to the people who keep us on the air on WKXL radio Let's take a very quick break from this episode and let's hear from our sponsor. They can get our listeners' attention for just a few minutes. And then let's come back and let's continue this conversation for some of our radio listeners. This will this will be just on the other end of the break. For some of our podcast listeners, you might have to wait a week, but we'll be right back.
1: <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Thanks for joining us on Financial Planning for Entrepreneurs. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to and rate the podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can connect with me at LinkedIn or MortonFinancialAdvice.com. I'd love to get your feedback. If you have a comment or question, please email me at FinancialPlanningPod at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered for investment advice. Opinions expressed as are of the date of reporting. Such opinions are subject to change. We do not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the data presented here.